This is the 57 Catch-Up Podcast, and it's your boy Dre, and today's topic is about Representative Cori Bush's push for a $14 trillion reparations bill that she feels is going to eliminate the racial wealth gap or close the racial wealth gap. So what I'm going to do is that I'm going to look into this article from ABC News to determine whether or not the political language is accurate or it, uh, whether or not the political language um, is going to you know, benefit us or be effective, and then the amount itself uh, that she's claiming will close the racial wealth gap will actually close the racial wealth gap. So they said for the first time, the extensive history of the enslavement of Africans, post Jim Crow discrimination and other racially charged subjects has been entered into the congressional record and repairing the lasting damage these institutions cause will have a hefty price tag, according to uh, one of the Democratic lawmakers. And 23-page legislation introduced Thursday, which was this past Thursday, Representative Cory Bush called on Congress to adopt several measures aimed at righting historic wrongs, including urging the federal government to issue federal reparations to black Americans and other repertory justice efforts. A minimum of $14 trillion would be needed to eliminate the racial wealth gap that currently exists between black Americans and white Americans, the resolution argues. The United States has a moral and legal obligation to provide reparations for the enslavement of Africans and its lasting harm on the lives of millions of black people in the United States. Joining her at the press conference on Wednesday was Eric Miller, one of the attorneys for the uh, 1921 Tulsa race massacre. The Greenwood district of Tulsa, known as the Black Wall Street, was burned to ashes by white mobs on May 31st, 1921. The last survivors of the massacre filed a lawsuit suing the city of Tulsa and local government entities and will find out within days whether or not their lawsuit will be able to proceed. There, and then they said there's a huge amount of history that hasn't been uncovered, said Miller. Um, so now I would like to go over. OK, let me see. OK, so they said the resolution explores the history of enslaved Africans dating back to 1565 and notes that many of the early presidents of the United States enslaved black people, you know, such as like George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, probably others, too. Uh, standing outside of the Capitol, Bush told ABC News her resolution doesn't shy away from the history of the nation's capital, stating that the White House and the Capitol were both built from the labor of the enslaved black people. The United States benefited from over 222 million hours of forced slave labor or the equivalent of roughly 97 trillion dollars worth of work between 1619 and 1865 during the end of slavery, the resolution estimates. But unlike the white enslavers, Bush notes, those who were stripped of their dignity and made to work without compensation were not repaid, um, which I agree with. So they said while Bush's bill focuses on reparations and it also takes aim at modern yeah, it also takes aim at modern political topics, dinging states for their restrictions on teaching of the ways in which racism has shaped the law and way of life in the United States and arguing that the present day disparities stem from historical inequities. The reason why the United States is where it is economically because of the enslavement, Bush told ABC News. So I get what she's saying in terms of all of this type of stuff, but I'm just wondering, you know, I don't think 14 trillion dollars might not be enough. I don't think it's going to be enough. I think, you know, that's too low because if it if it's worth 97 trillion dollars um in terms of the the worth of their work, I just feel like that's just too low. Now, I know they're looking in ter in terms of like, you know, is it politically feasible for them to, you know, pass a 
uh, a law like that, you know, to give $14 trillion. Now, Yvette and Tone, you know, they have said things like, you know, putting 20, putting $20 trillion down um, as a, you know, as a down payment for reparations would be more ideal. But I'm just saying that I don't know what's feasible. You know, of course, this country is like trillions of dollars in debt, but I don't know if it's going to actually pay $14 trillion. Now, I, I do agree with the whole notion of like, you know, at least, you know, putting it on the federal level. So I think that's what she gets right. But what she gets wrong is the amount. I think the amount is too low, but I feel like where, how she's going about it, I think is in the right direction. But let's see what are other things that we would have to look into. Um, let's see. I want to see if it's something where. Uh, so they mentioned something about HR 40 in this article, which, you know, of course, ADOS, you know, has um, looked into. And, and of course, that's not going to be effective. See, either HR 40 needs to be repaired or, or I guess like tweaked or just be or need to be maybe scrapped and maybe it needs to be scrapped or repaired either one of those but my thing is that yeah i just feel like with this whole thing um i don't know if it's gonna actually you know be all the way effective okay so let me see okay so they said her effort follows a similar bill from representative barbara lee um i guess like she's some type of like uh representative yeah of california reintroduced on thursday which called for the creation of the united states commission on truth racial healing and transformation okay that bill lee said would create a commission that will examine the effects of slavery institutional racism and discrimination against people of color and how our history impacts laws and policies today Bush and Lee's bills aim to be companions to H.R. 40. So they're basically trying to make it similar to H.R. 40, which is basically the commission to study reparations instead of actually putting it uh, down as reparations. I mean, because, of course, with these articles, they always say something about, oh, um, they have a reparations bill or proposal. But it's like a lot of times it's pretty much just a study or just a commission to study. And I just feel like, you know, we don't need to do any more studying right now. We can just go ahead and um, push forward the, the bill because it is old. The debt is old. No matter what people say about it is old. You know, whatever is old is old. Um, so they said a commission to. Yeah. Which I stated before the commission to study and develop reparation proposals for African-Americans Act. So that's basically what that is. Um, uh, that bill was named for a promise made shortly after the end of the Civil War, wherein union leaders promised formerly enslaved people, 48 well, families, I guess, 40 acres and a mule, uh, a promise that was never fulfilled. So the 40 acres and a mule we never received, obviously, especially our ancestors. H.R. 40 has been introduced in every legislative session since 1989. The centuries old promise languished in. Uh, Congress for decades until H.R. 40 passed out of the House Judiciary Committee in 2021. It has since failed to come to a vote in either the House or the Senate. The resolution remains unlikely to be brought up for a vote in the Republican led House and the members of the GOP slammed the proposal as shameful. While American families of all backgrounds struggle to I struggle with my my bad struggle with raising prices, border chaos and rampant crime, a flood of fentanyl and record debt. This is what House Democrats are focused on are focusing on. 
uh, representative Tom Tiffany, um, I guess, said, you know, they, they're saying it's shameful. Now, I'm just saying that, yeah, it's a lot of complexities to this whole thing. So I just feel like with, by it saying that it's similar to H.R. 40, I think that's um, the thing that I'm kind of leery of because it's like that's a commission to as I stated before. So I just don't feel like it's going to actually push forward the reparations thing. So I just feel like maybe they need to um, tone it, turn it into an actual bill. I mean, that's what it's saying in the article, but it, to me, it's just no, nothing but HR 40 um, 2.0, I guess HR 42.0. Now I think in order for her to kind of look into it, I think she needs to probably you know, team up with other black people to see if uh, she can add different things. Now, I, I don't think that cash payments alone would um, fix everything. Now, of course, it's going to fix the money part of it. You know, the economic problems that we we face and stuff like that. Um, me, honestly, in terms of my reparations, I probably would say that, you know, cash payments, land, um, you know, home ownership. Uh, let's see. What's another thing? Um, healthcare, you know, things like that. I, I wouldn't mind as being a part of the reparations I would want to get, you know, and especially seeing my people get it as well. So I just feel like, you know, having a combination of those things, because I, I feel like you're not going to be able to solve everything with a check, which I do agree with, but it's going to be, it should be included. It should definitely be included into the package because, or just into the plan. So that way you can at least repair the um, economic damages of you know, uh, of black people, uh, going through that type of thing. So I would say that, you know, when it comes to jobs, um, of course that can close the income gap, but it cannot close the racial wealth gap or just the wealth gap in general. And I think that's the goal right now, because reparations is not about closing the income gap is about closing the wealth gap. And I think that's what it is. And not just only doing that, but also protecting that wealth as, uh, Yvette stated, uh, you know, recently in one of her, um, you know, shows last week, you know, she said that, you know, protecting the wealth and also to giving the wealth transfers, you know, providing the wealth transfers as well. And um, for people saying that, you know, we should pay ourselves reparations. I mean, that, of course, they're trolling. But back to the whole point of her doing this. I mean, I I don't have an issue completely with it, but I just feel like when they mention H.R. 40, is it just did something to me in terms of like, is this going to be the actual uh solution to you know uh black people's problems as far as like you know what we've gone through because of course i'm just saying yeah that shouldn't be overlooked now you know i'm like because so many people have said that you know um certain things were repar were reparations but it actually wasn't so i just don't feel like um you know, we should stop. We should stop the filibustering. That's what I'm basically trying to say. Like, stop the filibustering and get to the point uh, of, you know, what it's going to do now. Closing the racial wealth gap, 14 trillion. Because see, white people already have like, um, I think roughly 130 trillion dollars in wealth nationally, and we only have like, I think roughly six or seven trillion dollars in wealth, and that's according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So I'm thinking like we're far behind. So it's like 14 trillion. If, if we add that, that's going to be roughly 20 trillion alone, 20 or 21 trillion alone, um, which it could close a, close it a little bit. But I'm talking about I think that, you know, starting with the 20 trillion itself. Now, that will bunk us up to about maybe 26, 27 trillion. 
uh, if we were to get a twenty tr uh, trillion dollar payment, you know, of the the whole thing, um, I'm trying to still determine like, okay, so. Okay, I know that they said something about putting a down payment on it. Now, I'm not saying according to Corey Bush, but I'm saying according to ADOS. Um, now, I'm wondering, like, should that what should that look like? Should it be like, you know, providing trillions of dollars, maybe one or two trillion dollars a year for all black Americans and then kind of like, you know, still doing that until it is fully paid? I guess that's what it could look like, you know, kind of doing it in increments until they fully pay it. Um, it could take them. I feel like it should take them hundreds of years until they pay the debt completely, um, because, of course, you know, black people right now out here are really suffering. And they said that by 2053, the wealth will fall to zero, especially among the black group, among the black American group. And I'm a part of that group. And I know, you know what they're talking about. I mean, you know, I, I, you know, black people around me, you know, are feeling the effects of it even before 2053. But yeah, by that time. So if we don't close that gap uh, before that time, we're going to be SOL. We're going to collapse. We're going to economically collapse. And I think that, um, yeah, it can look like so many different things. Um, but the cash payment should definitely, definitely be one of the things it should definitely do, uh, be one of those. Now, I don't know if they're going to do that in like trust funds or if they're going to do that in like, uh, you know, maybe giving us a debit card and then putting money on it or, you know, however it's going to be distributed, you know, as long as we know it's going to be distributed, that's all that matters. And I know it's going to take time for them to kind of tweak things and to look more into it. But it's like, yeah, I think they should talk to the experts, to the people who actually know what they're doing and know what they're talking about. You know, talk to the ones that are a part of the ADOS uh, group because they know exactly, you know, um, how to kind of go about it um to kind of push it forward i mean even with the california reparations uh proposal that happened um i think earlier this month you know of course they were scattered you know they didn't know what they were doing they they just kind of added arbitrary numbers now i don't know if 14 trillion dollars is like an arbitrary number uh now um or if that's even a or or even if that's like a I guess like an accurate number to even put a down payment on in terms of, you know, giving the reparations, because I'm just saying, like, how did they come to that conclusion of 14 trillion dollars of reparations? Is it like I said, is it based on the feasibility of uh, of the deficit or is it based on like just a random number? You know, that's what I'm trying to determine. So, yeah, that that's to me. Yeah, they, they have to like look more into like the amount the amount needs to be worked out a little bit more uh, you know in my opinion um so let me see i'm just trying to see exactly now they said of enslaved africans now i don't know if they're specifically talking about black Americans. now it, it claims that it's talking about black americans but then you know sometimes they'll say descendants of enslaved africans and that could be anybody so when they have when they have things like that to me it just kind of makes me you know um suspicious of the whole idea like are you trying to include caribbean people and african people see of course we know the caribbean people were enslaved too but they were enslaved in their specific countries 
So we have to kind of look at it that way. They already have Caracom. So I would say that they are going to have to be excluded out of the deal here because, of course, they don't have a lineage here. And that's not anti-immigrant or anything like that. That's just the, the logic behind like how you're going to like be able to, you know, uh, pay out the rep reparations or like who's going to get it. You know, you have to determine who's going to get it and who's not going to get it. Of course, we wouldn't be included into the. Um, you know, we wouldn't be included into the Caribbean reparations, of course, because we're not Caribbean. But my thing is that, like, I'm trying to see if this is going to actually become a bill, you know, um, and we're and then at the same time, you know, is it going to be an executive order? Is it going to be um, passed through Congress? You know, we all have to still kind of determine, like, whether or not it's going to, you know, really uh, get passed through the whole thing like just in terms of the legislation you know they said it was 23 pages but i'm still just kind of like i don't know you know i really don't know what is gonna um consist of completely i mean of course like i said i read the article but i'm just trying to trying to see if this is going to you know really be all the way effective you know, I don't want to now I don't want to seem like I'm rambling, but yeah, I mean, uh, other people have kind of like looked into it to see, you know, what the language is. I would say the language is OK, but it's not all the way. Um, it's not all the way what I would like it to be. Now, I, I don't know if uh, Sandy Darity, you know, came to that conclusion of 14 trillion. But I'm just saying that. Um, and, and yeah, he's an economist. You know, I agree that, you know, you should look to the experts like, you know, like a San Sandy Darity and things like that, because he, you know, went to school for uh, economics and all of that. But it's like, mm, I don't know. Still kind of uncertain about, you know, whether or not that should be the actual amount. Um, I'm trying to see, like, you know, what what is it? Uh, what? is another way to to look into it um you know i don't know if it should be state by state you know um but like i said i think it should go straight into the southern states the southern states should be given it first because it was a because the southern states were m more likely to be affected by it the most as far as like slavery itself now other states did um you know have slavery as well but they were, you know, free states. They were considered to be free states. But with the, all the southern states, I think they should be the the ones to get first dibs on it and stuff. Now, all of the black people that live outside of the South, you know, they are a part of the Great Migration. They are products of the Great Migration. So that could be a, still a way for them to get it, even though, you know, they are not living in the South. So maybe they can give it to them in the state that they're currently living in you know, um, to kind of determine that because see, I live in a state that was a slave state, you know, which is North Carolina, North Carolina is a part of the South. So most likely, you know, I have enslaved ancestors that were here. And, uh, also too, I have roots in South Carolina as well. So of course I I'm deserving of those reparations. I mean, for sure, you know, I really have a deep lineage in the Carolinas and I think that, yeah, um, that should be the thing that they should look more into. Now, I don't know how much each black American is going to get. You know, they said 14 trillion, but it's like divided by like how many black Americans in America that that actually might just leave us with just a few thousand dollars, 
you know that's why i'm saying that like is it really enough like i think that each black american should be given at least six figures or more in terms of that but see that's kind of hard to determine um because of course we shouldn't just be given like just little scraps like you know maybe a thousand dollars here or two thousand dollars there we should be given at least you know six figure a six figure um type of income so we can kind of like use that because me if i were to be given reparations obviously i would use it to you know make more money you know um and to keep building the wealth and then if i decide to have kids i wouldn't mind to uh like just give it you know pass it down to them you know if i decide not to have kids i'll probably pass it down to my nephews you know so i, I have a plan for it uh you know once that comes now i don't know when it's gonna happen but hopefully it happens before i die Hope, hopefully it happens even before my parents die because i would like to see them and other people that are in my group to enjoy um the fruits of their labor especially of their ancestors labor of course i would that will be a wonderful thing to to see but yeah i mean i know that um it's probably going to be other people that are going to look into this and say that, mm, you know, this might not be the ideal thing because it just, you know, it doesn't add up and all that. Now, I do like the fact that they, you know, broke it down in terms of the historical Im impact and kind of gave you the numbers as far as like, you know, how much the labor was worth and how much um, time was taken away from those enslaved black Americans at the time, you know, are really, really uh, enslaved Africans, you know, uh, that became Americans, you know, over time and stuff like that. So, yeah, I like the whole breakdown, but I break down and stuff like that. But I just don't like the fact that the amount is, you know, that amount and stuff like that. Now, I guess they're looking into the fact that, yeah, it's, it's not going to be able to uh, go beyond that in terms of, uh, in terms of what they're pushing for but i think you can exceed that i think you can um i mean the government has plenty of money the, the government prints out money probably nearly every day i mean the federal reserve um you know prints out money a lot so i i don't understand why people think that oh well they don't have enough for this and don't have enough for that they got plenty they got plenty and then plus we pay taxes too so all of this type of stuff you know they can get this figured out they're just choosing not to because, of course, they don't want to pay the debt. But we have to keep applying pressure and and keep, you know, our uh, feet on their neck. You know, that's just what we're going to have to do in order to, like, keep that going. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that it can look like many different things in terms of, like, what they're pushing for. Uh, but I would say that at least, you know, um, it, it wasn't scattered. I would say at least with this thing that she's claiming as far as, like, Cori Bush. Um, she was doing it in a more like, um, logical way. Like it looks, it looked like it was more like, you know, in other words, it looked like she knew what she was talking about in terms of like the whole breakdown of, um, of the historical impact of, of slavery and all of the other accrued disadvantages that we have, um, been given. So it, all of that type of stuff made sense. So what I'm going to do, you know, so I don't want to, you know, ramble too much. I'm going to conclude this episode and I'll see you guys later or talk to you guys later.